Welcome to the Estate Professionals Mastermind Podcast, a podcast for estate professionals who earn more, work less, and make a huge difference in their communities. If you get value out of this free content, be sure to check out probatemastery.com where you can get live classes, access to weekly coaching, and valuable courses. To learn more, visit probatemastery.com. Now let's jump into this week's content. Hey, welcome to our Tuesday morning, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern time, Probate Mastery Real Estate Coaching Call. I'm Bill Gross, and this is part of the Probate Mastery Program. We get together every week to coach people on how to build their business in real estate using probate and using specifically the principles and teachings and experiences of the Probate Mastery Program. So just some quick housekeeping. This is an association with the website probatemastery.com. This is an outgrowth of that program. There's different programs and paths. There's basics. There's a bunch of free material. Uh, there's if you want to get certified, and there's more if you want to do some additional courses and, and learn more skills and get deeper into it. And, and this call at times has been um, part of the paid part of the program, but now it's actually offered free. Um, and then those who are in the program have other features they get as well. Um, and then you can continue the conversation afterwards at the Estate Professional Mastermind Facebook group, over 7,000 members. Feel free to put your probate-related content there, uh, looking for referrals, inbound, outbound, attorneys, and realtors and such. Separately, a little self-promotion. I'm Bill Gross. I host probateweekly.com. It's an interview-based program every Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific. You can join the Zoom call live there at probateweekly.com. Or you can watch it live stream on YouTube or Facebook. And then I have a Facebook group, Probate Weekly, with 3,300 members. Wow, it's been growing quite a bit. <clears throat> and again, you can post your probate contest, a place to get some extra eyeballs and, and views and help drive your traffic up. And there's Courtney taking advantage of it. Hey, uh, Courtney, what's up with all that? So good. So feel free to put your content there. Also looking for referrals. I know I posted there. I was looking for an agent in Vermont uh, for two referrals this week. So um, hopefully we make it active. My vision... I'll just say personally is to we as a group on this call dominate the probate real estate market in the nation. And we do that by sharing best practices and encouraging each other to grow and improve and then sharing referrals of attorneys and sharing referrals of listings in those areas. Okay. So I'm Bill Gross and I'm a practitioner. This is my business. I list and sell property on a daily basis. I literally closed an escrow yesterday. Uh, I have an escrow Ready to close any minute. It's probably a dare to away with the paperwork with the attorneys and such on title. I have another uh, offer out. I'm hoping to get signed to put into escrow today. So, and I got two uh, 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 listing lead referrals. Um, they're inbound work on getting them listed. So that's what I do. And I'm willing to share with you what I do. And I also want to, though, make sure I'm clear, not to brag, but just to be clear that there's multiple ways. Uh, real estate's an enormous industry. And probate is a large, wide, diverse opportunity as well. Um, and so there's different ways to do it. I do it. I focus in on attorney referrals and vendor referrals. Uh, the, but I, I did a video on 11 ways to get listings in probate. On the call is a lady who's really taken one of the ways, I think, and run with it. Uh, Melanie Hands, I've interviewed her on my YouTube channel, The Probate Nurse. So she really focuses on um, networking with uh, adult living centers and and facilities and those vendors to support that. There's a bunch of ways to make this business work for you. Find your passion, your voice, and run with it as best you can. And then lastly, I just want to say, feel free to put your contact info and where you service in the chat box. Um, 
Well, I, Joe Lorenzo, I don't think we've met, and you're a colleague of mine here locally. So the people you meet when you show up at, at Zoom calls, pay attention. Uh, hey, I just, uh, say, we should say hi sometime. Anyhow, that said, this is meant to be participative. Um, this isn't about me talking or coaching, though I always have things I can talk about. Uh, but this is for you to bring your questions, raise your hands. Often I get phone calls from agents with detailed questions, and I'll say, well, bring that to the call. That way we can share it with everybody and uh, make my time more valuable and make your question, your experience of value to other people as well. So if you have a question, I'm sure other people have that as well. Uh, I'll tell you, you can literally wake me up at three in the morning and I can wash my face off and I can talk for an hour about probate. And you can do it the next day, same thing, 3 a.m. in the morning again. And as long as I can wash my face, maybe have a drink of water, I could talk for an hour in probate. So I can do it. Don't test me. Uh, I know you have questions, challenges, victories you want to share, problems you're working on that you want some help on. So this is your chance. Put the put that in the chat box or raise your hand, and we're here to help. So we'd like to start off. Lisa Young from uh, Farnley, Nevada, which I know, Farnley, I believe you are like east of Reno, right? That's correct. About 27 miles east of Reno. How about Love that? You're good. <laughs> How about that? No, I know Nevada pretty well. What's up, Lisa? How can we help you? I have a question. Um, I met with a title company who train. they do um, webinars and things with the probation commissioner. And they have one of those um, like title website things. And you can, as part of their lead service, you can get the affidavit of death i guess when they they when the people file the death certificate but my question i guess is once you have the the names of the of those people what can you do with that and how do you morph that in to find the personal representative if you're not, if you're not buying you know like leads from all the leads or something like that okay so let's first off I think you meant probate commissioner, not probation commissioner. Oh, yes, you're right. You're right. You got my probation is what you get when you go to prison and then they yeah. let you yeah. out early, but you're on probation. Uh, though, the, though the root word in the Latin is the same, probate uh, refers to the process, we, which is distributing property upon death. You're so, right. You're right. So your question is, if you have the data of the deaths, how do you turn that into business? Right. And, yeah. and, I, and I think before I would go there, before I would ever consider a tool, it, it, I believe it's the equivalent, though I know nothing about home building or tools. I literally call my son-in-law to hang a picture in my house. So I, I talk about a toolbox a lot, but I even know what to do with it. But I believe it would be like saying, I have a hammer. How do I build a house? And the question before that is, well, what do you want to build? Like what kind of a house, a two-story, a one-story, a this or that, a log cabin, a brick house? Like what do you want to build? And then that tool can fit into it. So I would turn around and ask you, what are you looking to build in your probate business that this tool may or may not be effective, but what are you trying to do? What's your goal or what's your vision of your um, place in the marketplace? And I, and your answer is going to be different just for the rest of the call. Fernley is a very small rural or semi-rural uh, area in Nevada versus Los Angeles or or uh, Tampa, which are huge metro markets of probate business. So your answers be different than ours. So what do you? So let's go back a little bit, Lisa. What are you trying to create in your probate business? Um, that this is even a question for you. Mm, that's a super good question because I'm super new to the industry and I I 
I really would like um, to have most of my business come from referrals, of course, from attorneys and other people. Um, so that would just be another avenue of um, finding the personal representative to then reach out to and go through the steps like in the probate mastery, you know. Okay, but again, I believe, I guess you're busy there. <laughs> um, Sorry. I love that. Um, uh, I'll tell you, there are times that my my daughter comes over with my two-year-old grandson. It's kind of the same thing going on here. And I feel like if you can't put up with that, we're just not going to do business because <laughs> that's why I live my life. So um, so I would say before that, though, it you're saying, well, I want to get listings. But my question is, what what's the problem in the marketplace that you're fulfilling? So, for example, is there a problem in the Fernley, the greater Fernley market area, whatever you call that area? I don't mm -hmm. know enough to to name it that. Um, that there are home sellers that need to sell property that are in probate that don't know what to do. I mean, just the fact they're in probate to them sets off alarm bells. Well, I think that's in the for where my vision is. I think mm -hmm. for me, what I want to do, and it's just kind of based on like when we lost my sister in law and some friends, the, the people, the the people who are still here. They don't even know where to start. So okay. I want to do that like a concierge to help them through just, you know, like for instance, with my sister-in-law, they had to be able to, because she died in a different state. And so they had to get the body back here. So who do you contact for that? What do you do? Right. So how about it? I like be a resource to the resource. Right. And so I am probably putting that cart way before the horse with this right. other thing. It's a shiny object, which I don't think I need. Exactly. To because you didn't say you went to cold call strangers and remind them that somebody died and that you're available to help them with that problem. <laughs> but, right. That's not what you said. You said the opposite. You want people to call you. Yes. And so what I would say is the opportunity of social media is to put a message out to people as long as you're productive that you can help them and you might have this problem and here, here's how I can help you. So for example, the fact you met the probate commissioner of whatever county you're in, I would mention that's a video topic. And if if you're looking, if you're looking to research information, somebody who's deceased, here's where you get that data. I don't know that I would download it all and cold call them, but just you posting that on your so on social media, emailing that or including that in your messaging to your your prospects and your customers would naturally cause somebody to be more likely, my aunt died. That's so funny. My aunt died in Fernley. I don't know where to start. I'll give Lisa a call. Maybe she knows what else to do. Mm -hmm. And I believe if you regularly made a list of, well, what are the questions they're asking? You mentioned, how do you move the body? What are your options for you know, mortuaries in the area or cemeteries or whatever? Uh, what, are the, what are the legal security things you should do about the mail and bank accounts and things like that? You know, you get a checklist from one of those companies and just one by one. And I believe that the, that if you educate yourself and then share that with your customers, mm -hmm. um, quite naturally, some will call you and say, hey, it's so funny you did a video on that because my aunt just died. I don't know what to do. That's the experience that you should expect. Um, and I know you're going to say to me, well, I'm not that confident. I don't know that much. I'd remind you there was a movie by Leonardo DiCaprio, Catch Me If You Can. Mm -hmm. I talk about this movie all the time because it's so perfect for us as realtors. We think we have to know everything. But the truth is, if you know one thing your customers don't and you share that and then learn another thing they don't know, 
and share that. And then another thing they don't know, they share that they're going to think you're the expert and you will be to them. So I would say, I don't know that, that I would uh, encourage you to get that data and cold call it as much as I would say the fact you get it, you can help people learn how to get it. Um, mm -hmm. And you can be a resource that way, I think would be better. There are people who want that data, like funeral homes, and there's other vendors who might want that data. You can share how they can get it. But I don't think that sounds like what you want to do. Yeah, and I, and I agree with you. I appreciate that for reeling me back in because I, I'll jump at these shiny objects. And so I think for me, I think it would be the best is to really put down, you know, start with video and video the things that I know and put yeah. that out there, like you said, and or learn to go to and put another one out and another one and keep mm -hmm. it at the video part right now. I think so. And then um, I'm doing a class on email marketing, but just to summarize an, an hour long training class, I would say that, you know, you want to share what you, you want to share valuable information with as many people as you can, as many ways as you can. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. My pleasure, Lisa. Thank you. Thanks for joining us from Fernley. Okay. Next hand up, I see Rajan Kandel. I hope that's a proper pronunciation. Yeah. Hey, Bill. Good morning, and thank you for you doing great on the private things. Sure. So I have one questions regarding like, do you like how do you operate your business? Do you subscribe any like them any kind of like the company who provide you the private list, or you go to the county office and green on by yourself? So, and Rajan, where do you sell real estate? I sell real estate in San Francisco Bay Area. What what area specifically? Mm, like San Francisco and East Bay. Okay, very nice. So very competitive real estate markets, very competitive probate markets. So your question is, where, where do I get my data? What I want to tell you first is I don't cold call anybody. I don't cold call petitioners. I don't cold call errors. I don't cold call attorneys. I do subscribe to data. I don't subscribe to alltheleads.com. It's a premium service. I did it one time and I mailed to them. When COVID hit, I stopped all my mailers. Uh, just because I, at that time, we didn't know what was going to happen. If you remember back to COVID and, and my coach's advice was just cancel everything and, and redesign from scratch based on the new reality. And I never went back to mailing, uh, doing cold mail. Um, today I do subscribe to probatemoney.com, which is a service by Paul Horn, who's an attorney as well as the educator of the California Association of Realtor Certification Program. He's a, I don't want to say he's a client and that he doesn't refer me business personally, but we've done some work together and um, I like his program. I like the way it works. I like the report that I can send to customers. I use the data more for my own research. I subscribe to retran.net, which is another data service. And then additionally, I have a virtual assistant who scrapes additional data. So I really have a, a customized database where I pay for two services, do my own, and we merge it all together. And I do that so I can run reports as to who the players are, who the attorneys are, track the status of all the property. So I'm doing something a little different. And again, I would go back to the same question to you, Rajan, that, that I asked Linda, which is, what are you looking to do with your business? And you want to buy the data that's going to support you in what you're trying to accomplish. If your goal is a higher-end, sophisticated uh, mailing campaign, all the leads would be a good source for you. If you're not uh, just cold calling, um, there are other ones that might be better. If you're not going to cold call and you're not going to direct mail, then there's no need to subscribe. 
the help? Uh, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. So I see the Paul Hon. He give the education. I also take from him, and he has a company. So um, how how reliable or how worth is his data? Just like if you are using his data already. You know, when I started a couple of years ago, I kind of compared several sources, and I did what I would call a scientific comparison. I haven't done one for a couple of years. I like his program not for the quality of the data, but um, because if you use it, you find a case, it easily creates a, a nice PDF that's really kind of pretty that I send to the customer or send to the attorney or whoever, the realtor, whoever. So I more use it for that than the fact that they have the data. I will say whenever I researched cases there, they've been in their system. So uh, I don't know how to argue which is better or worse. I haven't done any kind of proper comparison uh, at this stage. Okay, thank you, Ben. Sure, John. Okay, next up, I got a lot of people with hands up today. That's great. Douglas Converse, what's up, man? Hi, Bill. Hi. Um, I, I just want to thank you. Every time I listen to you, I get a few golden nuggets. One would be great, but I always get a few. Well, thanks. And I'm. Um, when is your email marketing course going to take place? Um, as I ask, so uh, and I don't mean to make it like uh, I'm I'm selling this as uh, a business, and but I just I I started this program for my own team members, and I coached them on it, and hardly any would show up. And I said, you know, I wish I got more to show up. And I talked to my friends. And he said, well, charge for it. It's funny, and more people appreciate it and show up. So, <laughs> isn't that always the case? <laughs> so, I did it for my team. I have forty-three members of my team, and I think two showed up, and I had twenty other people, and I and I charged ninety-seven dollars, and it was a lot of fun. The next date for that will be November fifteenth. I'll put the link in the chat box, and you know, it's it's a uh, it's an hour-long class where I, where I explain to you. I think the foundation for all of our businesses. Let me back up. The number one mistake agents make in my experience is not having their foundation done properly, which is a database of email. And I believe if you you should be able to double your contacts, double your frequency, double the engagement rate or open rate, and double your platforms. Two times two times two times two is 16. You should be able to increase the number of people you engage with by 16. So I do an hour-long class on that and walk you through the details. And then I do four 30-minute follow-ups on each of those four topics where we do the homework together in a small group format. And if you're not happy with it, money back guarantee. I don't even care if you pay, to be honest. Uh, I really want people to do it because if you can't email out to everybody you know every week something, and I would say twice a week probably, and post social media, everything else is just so difficult. And then people call me and it's just brutal trying to help them versus Literally, if you email everybody, you're going to get phone calls out of the blue. Hey, Bill, I haven't talked to you in five years, but I follow your email. And I've, I want to buy a house. It just happened to me. I want to buy a house in San Clemente. We found it on Redfin. Can you write the offer for $1.3 million? So I want you all to experience that. And I, that's why I did that program is initially for my team members. But again, uh, uh, the link is in the chat box, I believe, to do that. Let me see. Yeah, there it is. And you can check my link tree, link uh, tr.ee slash Bill Gross has all my info on it. Okay. Okay. And then one uh, one clarification. Mm -hmm. uh, probate money. That what, what was that? Again, that was an attorney. So probatemoney.com is a service by, it's a company 
I don't know the exact terminology. Does he own it, co-owner? Uh, Paul Horn, who is the most prolific attorney in LA County by the most probates. And he also is the instructor for the California Association of Realtors certification program for probate for realtors. He created a program called Probate Money. And it's a data program where you get, I think, 500 probate leads you can download a month. But you also can search them on the, unlike some of the services, it has a pretty elegant search feature to it. And so I use it where people say, well, I don't know who my my case number, my attorney is Joe Smith. And I can search Joe Smith, pull up all the cases they've done, find their case. And it's a really kind of pretty report that I use. You can use it to download your probate leads. That's that's great. I like it a lot. I I pay for it. He doesn't give me a discount. I don't get any affiliate on it. I just, uh, I'm I'm a subscriber to it. Okay, and, and retran.net, is that spelled as it sounds? R-E-T-R-E-N dot N-E-T, yes. T-R-E-N? Re, R-E, as a real estate, tran, T-R-A-N. I'll put in the chat box as well. And again, I'm not affiliated with them or anything. I just use them as a service, and they're at a event I go to. And then if you click on the right-hand side, it says uh, probate leads, get access now. You have to click on that to get to the probate leads. Um, okay. But they do a good job. That to me, that's the cheapest source of just raw data. Okay, excellent. And, and I'm in and, California, and, so it's different everywhere. Just kind of a uh, disclaimer for everybody on the call here. Every state's a little different. In fact, what I'll tell you is that on my website, uh, thelaprobateexpert.com, on the far right hand side, I have a list of all the data sources that I've come across and uh, you know a couple sentences or review of them and so if you're not in california you might want to check some of that list and then if you find one i don't have let me know you have comments on one of them let me know as well i'd like to create a comprehensive list of data sources thank you Mm -hmm. just lastly um, i'm trying to get youtube facebook and sites by doing some uh video and I'd like to start developing what content I want to share. And I wonder if you have any idea of where I can find the, the right content so I can, I mean, I, I think I can pretty much figure that out myself, but I just wanted to know, do you know of any really good messages being put out there on YouTube or Facebook by other agents? So, um, again, I'll go back to the same question I asked couple of the prior questions, which is, what are you trying to accomplish? Right? Are you trying to build a business? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm trying to establish myself as an expert. To who? Uh, Both probate uh, PRs and probate attorneys. Okay. So um, I guess I'm somewhat similar. I'm not reaching out to probate representatives. I'm hoping that they'll be referred to me, see my YouTube and understand I'm an expert, and I'm really re- working with attorneys. I think the 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 place to start, you know, there's a lot of how-to videos on YouTube. I'm a student of them. I was at one low this morning. <laughs> the coach, he has about one sixth of the subscribers I have. Yet he's talking about how he helps you build large YouTube channels. Well, his is not large. So I don't want to make it sound like I'm all that in a bag of chips, but I I have almost three thousand subscribers, and I. YouTube pays me 50 bucks a month, so I must be doing something right. What I would say to you is the key to success for you to do that 
is to have videos that those people are interested in watching, meaning you can write videos that the world would watch and get 10,000 views, but they may not do anything with you. They might click on the next one to Mr. Beast or the next one to a football video, or you can get 10 or 100 of the right views of the people you want who watch several of your videos and learn about probate from you and think of you as the resource. So what you need to do is think about those people and what are the questions in their mind and answer those questions. So if I was a PR, I think you're in the state of Washington, right? That's correct. Uh, what part? Seattle. So you're in Seattle. So what would a personal representative starting the appropriate process in Seattle or what would a probate attorney in Seattle, what questions would they have that you can answer? Well, that's great. Um, who's going to take care of the landscaping? Who's going to do the estate sale? Who's going to do the there trash out? We need a new roof. Do you have there a you roofer? Go. There you go. You know? So here's the thing I learned about YouTube. And again, I don't want to make it sound like I'm a, I'm a you know um, genius in it, but I've worked hard at it for the last three years. And I'll say, when you find your voice the content becomes so obvious you have to limit yourself at what you put out. When <laughs> I started this, I went to Grant Cardone's 10X sales con marketing conference about two and a half years ago. And he said his whole thing is 10X. If you're a Grant Cardone guy, there's a 10X banner. And it's right in front of me also. Just I'm always looking at 10X to remind myself. Um, but he said you have to 10X everything. And, and, and I'll, I'll short shorten his book down to a few sentences. That if you want to increase your business, it's easier to think about how to 10 times something than it is to marginally increase to 25%. So we said just 10 times everything. Just and yeah, it's it sounds impossible. Just do it anyhow. And I'm thinking, what the hell? And at that time I was doing like one or two <sighs> videos great. a week. I thought, well, how would I do 10 or 20 videos a week? That's crazy. And I'll be honest with you, I do so many videos a week now, I couldn't even count them. I mean, it's not even it's more than 20. <laughs> Okay. It doesn't do have, matter. Do, do you have a favorite uh, Grant Cardone book? 10X. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I, I'll tell you a quick story about Grant Cardone because he, in my book, he walks the walk. You know, I've met many coaches in my career. Uh, my first was Zig Ziglar. He walked the walk. And my most current one would be Grant Cardone. So I remember I used to call expired. There used to be a Mike Ferry expired listing cold caller. And I called an expired listing in Hollywood and the guy answered it. And um, he was slick. He just beat the hell out of me on the phone. I was really good on the phone. He just beat the hell out of me. It was, it was kind of like your champion boxer and you go in and get your butt kicked. It was like, what the hell was that? And, and, and he asked me, you know, do you know who I am? I said, well, no. He goes, we well, should know before you cold call your prospect who they are. I'm Grant Cardone. Now, this goes back, I want to say, at least 10 years. And at that time, he had just moved from being a salesperson specializing in auto sales to what I call more of a secular or general sales consultant. And he wrote his first book, which was Sell or Be Sold at that time. It just had come out and done real well. He said, you should look at my book, Sell or Be Sold. And he hung up. I, I got my ass kicked. I'm sorry. I got, I got kicked on the phone by the client. And I go, who is this guy? And I researched him. I thought, oh, that looks kind of interesting. I didn't like the gruff language. I didn't like some of his demeanor. But I bought the book. It was great. And I bought a second book and I've been hooked. I went to see him a couple of times now. He walks a walk with his family. You know, his, he, I'm married. I have a daughter. My daughter's married and has grandkids. But uh, he really walks the walk for me. So I, I would just want to say it's not just 
for those of you who might be put off by him, by some of the content or some of his gruffness, if you can see past that, I assure you there is a a deep well of gold there that can help your business. Thank you, Bill. I'll I'll look into. I'll get the book Thanks. today. Thanks. Thanks, Douglas. We'll report back. Do a book report next week. Um, <laughs> okay. Next hand up. I see. I, I I don't know if these are going in order. Or not up there. Corey Lancaster. What's up? Hey, how's it going? This is my first Great. time on these calls. Uh, so I've been oh, the first doing... time up, you have to shave your head, and then we <laughs> <laughs> and then we tattoo you. So <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so I've been uh, working in the states for a while, off and on uh, for the last few years. Um, I'm mostly I use all the leads, and I and I essentially cold call, mm -hmm. uh, and I've had some success with that. I've had some attorneys re uh, re re uh, refer. Mm -hmm. um, but I want to really in 2024 is kind of my goal to get more attorneys mm -hmm. um, relationships and assuming they kind of have relationships and I'm kind of waiting in the wings, so to speak, I, I assume uh, what kind of what what should it like? Should I be dropping off a package to them, bringing them donuts periodically? Um, and what kind of value proposition might they most be interested in? Um, so I think so again, to, I think you have the question backwards. Uh, let me back up though. What market area do you sell real estate in? Uh, in Maryland, right outside of Washington D.C. So the in the, uh, in the DMV, mm -hmm. DMZ, DM, DMV, DMV. Yeah, right. Um, how how many probate and estate um, transactions have you closed where there was an attorney, not a a real estate attorney, a transaction attorney, but a probate or estate attorney involved? Uh, since I've been doing them, um, I would say probably a good 20. If I give you a million dollars per name of probate attorney that you did transaction with, by need his name, number, and email address, how many could you give me that you actually tend to deal with? How many attorneys? Um, mm -hmm. three. Well, no, but you said 20. So what's 23? Not necessarily they gave you the referral, but maybe you did a probate deal and they happened to be the attorney on the other end. How many times have you been in a transaction where there was a probate attorney involved? Oh, oh. Um, um, See, I think... I don't know. Maybe... First you said maybe, 20, then you said 30. Uh, so I'm yeah, I've done, in terms of probate deals that I've gotten mm -hmm. from attorneys. No. How many have you done that had attorneys involved? Maybe the client had an attorney that you never talked to, but there was an attorney involved that you might have oh, talked to. Oh, um, very few. Well, what's the number though? Uh, let's say um, maybe four. Let's start with those. So, what if we? What if we? I'm guessing there's more, because if you're saying four, there's probably two of those slip through your fingers you weren't paying attention to. See, we we spend too much time thinking about people we don't know and not enough with the people that we either know or should have known. And so, I would urge you to first go through your files and determine. Every deal you did where there was a probate attorney involved that you wish you had a relationship with that might have referred to business, whether they did or not, and start with those as your core. Okay. Right. And so before we start dropping off packages to strangers and dropping off 100 packages might be prohibitively expensive, let's start with a four or six or 20. And maybe we have a better package, or maybe we call them and invite them to lunch or coffee, or we bring them a coffee or we bring them a milkshake or I don't know what your thing in life is. Some people bring cookies, muffins, whatever. Um, some people bring, you know, calendars of the upcoming sports season. 
whatever it is, but I would say first, let's focus on the ones that you already know. And then second, the ones that you kind of know or should have known, but didn't really pay attention to. That you could say, hey, Corey, I don't know if you remember, but I sold the houses for the Joneses in that probate estate. I know you were the attorney. We didn't talk much then, but I should let you know, I do that on a regular basis. I know they used you and we're happy with you. And and then take the take the position from that point. Does that make sense? Yes. So I would put 10 times the energy on those people before I start worrying about the strangers. Okay. If you think about sales as a funnel, I'm, I'm going to make a funnel in my hands, right? So the funnel is wide at the top to get everything in. All the leads come in. You might get 100 leads in the top of the funnel, and then you might talk to 20 of them to get one that's a relationship. Well, you probably have a relationship with three. That's worth 300 cold contacts. So we want to spend more energy on those first and then add in new over time, but we want to focus on those we're doing business with. The second thing I would say to you is uh, you're in real you're a real estate agent, correct? Yes. How many transactions have you closed in the last, I don't know, five years? Um, I close about 35 a year. So 35 a year in five years is 150 if you went back and got them all. How long have you been in business? Uh, 18 years. Two. If you could go all the way back to your career, you have hundreds of closings. Every one of your clients either had an estate plan or didn't have an estate plan. Right? So when you sell a house in uh, the DMV, do the clients take title like John and Mary Smith or the John and Mary Smith Living Trust? Most of the time in their names, not normally. One or the other. One or the other. Yeah. The should they, the ones that buy it in their name, should they be buying it in the name of a trust? They should, yeah. <laughs> have, you told, have you told them that? No. Why not? Because you know um, the answer is yes, they should. You, you answered that. I didn't tell you the answer. You knew that answer. No disrespect, but yeah. just trying to be honest here. Yeah, this, I mean, uh, I think in, in recent times, I've been kind of having that conversation more with people. Because I've been doing probate for the last few years, and I've seen uh -huh. some of the problems we're having to go through probate. Okay. So but might that not be a great reason to call your past clients and say, you know, Corey, I, I've been in this business 19 years, but in the last few years, I've noticed more of my clients like you, when the time came, I hope you lived 120, but when they passed, it was a mess for their family. I know when I sold you the house, you bought the house in the name of Corey and Joe Smith. You didn't buy it as a trust. I'm curious. Have you looked at the opportunity of some estate planning that might help you avoid problems down the road? Might that be a nice phone call to make to everybody you sold the house to? Yeah, that'd be a great phone call, actually. And then those that have a trust, right? Hey, Corey, I know when I sold you the house, you bought it in the name of the Corey Lancaster Family Trust. I'm curious, who did the trust for you and were you happy with them? I have other customers that need estate planning, and I'm looking for attorneys I can refer to. The attorney that did yours, were you happy with them? Would you refer them to other customers or were you not happy with them? And one or two answers. One's going to be, oh my gosh, we love our guy or gal. The name is so-and-so. Now you have a reason to call that person up. And the other ones you'll, you'll find about one in five will say, you know, it's so funny you call. I had the trust that's about 12 years old. And since that time, I'm married, divorced, more kids, less kids, bought a business, sold a business. I really need to redo it. And the attorney we had, we didn't like whatever reason or he's retired or whatever 
Do you know somebody? So now you're in that discussion that you're calling attorneys saying, hey, I've got this client who needs an estate plan. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so every customer of yours that needs a conversation is like a seed you're planting with attorneys that eventually need to give you business to keep you calling them. Got it. I like okay. it. Thank you. My pleasure. Other questions? Are we good? We're good. Okay. Well, uh, Corey, great talking to you. Likewise. Okay. I'm just trying to, I see a hand up, Jeremy, you're next, but I wanted to make sure I have other questions. I don't see anything in the chat box that I missed. We did retrend. Is discount for your email course for those that show up? Mary asks. <laughs> There's a discount for the email course for those that show up. I'll say this, Mary, if you show up and you do the homework sessions for homework, four sessions or do the homework and you're not happy with it, if you don't increase your numbers by 16 times, I'll refund your money. No questions asked. I'll do that. Uh, Stephen Hughes says he loved my interview with um, uh, Philip Vincent. Yeah, Philip was fantastic. Uh, Sabrina, do I have a checklist of vendors for errors or loss? What to do next? I don't have such a checklist. I have it kind of in my head. Um, I'm not really big on material. I'm much more involved in conversations. Um, spell, Cordon, you got that. Um, okay, interested. I got it. Okay, Jeremy, you're up next. How can I help you? Yep. Yeah, we've a uh, first time on here. We we've talked before. Um, actually, I had my virtual assistant do some of your LA calls. I think uh, sent you a few of those. Um, but I just had a a couple. Of oh, questions. Jeremy, you're from Northern Cal or Central California? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's yeah. up? Nice to see you. Yeah, and I see you as well. Uh, just uh, running into some. I don't know what your times are down there, like in LA. I know you don't call. Uh, you do more of the referrals. Uh, but for us up here. We were about four months until the initial hearing. Uh, mm -hmm. Sacramento County has caught that up to between six to 10 weeks now. Um, just running into a ton of objections around, you know, we haven't had our court date yet. Uh, we don't want to move forward until any of that, you know, gets closer to the date. Sure. And then as that gets closer to the date, um, the competition up here is quite fierce. Uh, some sure. people that, you know, want to chat with me, they're like, yeah, I'm getting, you know, eight, 10, 15 phone calls a day. Um, so just trying to figure out a way to get some of that motivation going earlier in the process, maybe lock people in a bit more before, you know, hundreds of agents or investors start, start reaching out to them every single day. Yeah. Great question. So a couple things I'll share with you. I have been the executor on a state that we literally just closed escrow this morning. Mm -hmm. It's been months. And so I've been the recipient of the phone calls, texts, and mails that the customers get. So yeah. I'm going to put it all together and do kind of a post about that at some point, but it is interesting how that works. Um, you know, I think the thing I would say for, let, let's start with, cause it always starts with mindset. Yep. And I would say that, that um, just because something got harder doesn't mean it's not better for you. Mm -hmm. Right. I've never run a marathon, but I've watched on television, like the Olympic marathon. And what I've noticed is universally around, around mile 20, they go uphill, and the people who win are the ones who go uphill faster than everybody else. Like That's where they excel. That's where they double down and, and put it to the metal. Um, um, just around the time people really fall. But I know I'm a swimmer, and I know that I always take the last quarter of the race that we're doing as hard as I can, and that's where I catch people and wear them out. So I would say that you will look for the part that's hard as an opportunity, not as a place to back off. 
So for example, you talk about how long it is from filing until they get authority being four months. And that's that's bad service. Even LA is better than that. We're, we're yeah, not- we're we're up to two months now. It was four months uh, back in like July, August, but they've caught up a bit now. But what I do, one thing I did was I started tracking that exact number every single case every single week, and I would share that information with attorneys. And I be, I literally had one reach out to me last week. Hey, I saw in a post that you track the filings. I filed for a court confirmation sale. This was in late October, so it was about two weeks ago, and they got scheduled for late January. Is that what it is? Well, I said, well, I'm guessing you're in Department 44. How do you know? Because Department 44 is the one that's backlogged. The rest are 35 or 40 days out, not four months out. What do you think the attorney thinks of me after me after me telling him that? Mm-hmm. He doesn't know that. He has no yeah. clue. Could he find out? He could, but... The reality is they don't do that much probate business. I sell way more houses than they do probates. So I track that data. So the first thing I would say is I would track that data like every single week and know the actual number. I might update that. I might create a post to all my attorneys just so you know the latest filing in this county is 26 days. The latest, you know, if it got to be significant, it was that significant in LA, it's not anymore. So I stopped doing that regularly, but I still track the data all the time and get in conversation with that, it's a way to distinguish yourself. Second of all, the fact that, that it's a couple months out um, is not good for the customer, right? They just want the money. And so I would say to them, listen, you can wait or you can get a running start. We can have everything kind of ready to go. So the day you're approved, you're on the market, not starting the process of thinking about what you want to do. The advantage to you is we've spread the work out over the next 60 days. Because when you're approved, there's other work you do for the probate, uh, papers to file, sign, um, uh, bond maybe, or whatever else they have to do. And so we can do some of that now so that the day you're approved, we can literally be live on the MLS and and move the process up and save you about 30 days as well as save you some money. Would that be important to you? The other advantage of having me and your team, uh, Jeremy, is I actually watch the probate cases and I'll work with your attorney and you to make sure we increase the odds of you getting approved because, and again, this is because I run the stats, about half the petitions get continued at least once, which can add another 30, 60, or 90 days to your approval. You don't want that to happen, do you? So that's why I'm that's why you want me on your team, is I'll help watch that and work with your attorney and you to clear those items before so we can try to get you approved as quickly as possible. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, add some of those in scripting here. Yeah. And then trying to make that transition to do more uh, more referral business, meet with another attorney this Friday for for lunch. So nice. Yep. And also, I think the other opportunities, the the property being secured is another one. Um, yeah, I haven't um, had any luck with that one so far. Um, talked to people about it, uh, insurance and vacant property and all that. Um, the only one I had luck on, she was extremely skittish, and actually there was a contractor over there. Once we got there, so they already had stuff going along. She just wasn't wasn't too aware of the process and how everything worked. Okay. Well, some people are, some aren't. So there's just different, different possibilities. The, yeah, yeah. the vacant insurance is a tough sell. And also who's going to pay for it. If they're not approved, mm-hmm. then it's out of their pocket. If they're approved, then it comes out of the state money. Um, though they can get reimbursed and probably should get insurance on it, but some insurance companies won't write it until they're approved also, because who's, who's the insured 
not the daughter who's filing to be approved. She doesn't have any mm-hmm. legal status, not the decedent, they're dead. So who's not the state, the state doesn't exist technically yet. Yeah. So the insurance companies are, are uh, getting more particular about writing any insurance. Um, but the, the fact that it's vacant, uh, driving by, checking on the status of it, looking for the mail, uh, is there a squatter, not a squatter, those kinds of things are opportunities for service for you as well. Okay. All right. Yep. Okay. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. See you. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I got all the questions in the chat box. Uh, hand up Corey Lancaster. Let's bring you back for some more. All right. So question. Uh, one of the things also I'm doing is um trying to send out emails to the PRs, uh, specifically like video emails. Um, you know, they kind of you know, these would be specific as it relates to probate and things they ought to know. Is it better to kind of do the email, the, the videos in the emails or drive them back to say a you a YouTube page kind of thing? Um, or does or does it matter? Yeah. So I've tried, for example, Bomb Bomb, and I just find the open rate to be way inferior to what I experience when I use MailChimp and link the YouTube. I put the the video, we'll show the thumbnail of the, of the YouTube video, and they click on it, it takes them to the YouTube. Um, I just find the, the engagement on in, in general on email much better there than using BombBomb or other equivalent. The other problem with a video is if it's an attachment, you know, some some email programs will hesitate thinking it's some sort of virus or, or spam or something. So I've every time I've tested bomb bomb or something equivalent, it always comes out inferior to um, uh, putting on YouTube and and embedding it. And then my videos are more generic. I'm not sending individual videos. Now, if I was going to send you a video, if I had your phone number and wanted to send you a video on my phone, I might just shoot the video and send you a text rather than an email if I talk to you. I think I think I would spend more time sending videos to people you talk to and less time sending emails cold with video. I don't think that's going to be productive. Okay. 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 Uh, let's see. Becky Davis from Houston. Hi there. I'm sorry. My camera is not working today, but, and this may not be the right question for you, but, um, on probate mastery, they offer a course called earn attorney referrals now. Mm -hmm. Do you have experience with that? Is it something you recommend? Uh, I bought it, took it, and I'm actually a uh, contributor to the program. So I'm very familiar with it. So the idea was that they wanted more content specifically on how to um, build a business based on getting attorney referrals. And so um, the prior owner of the company, Chad, created the program. He asked me to do one segment on the things that I do. And uh, I paid for it out of my pocket and took it and got value. I watched all the other segments and got value out of it. I think it's like $149 or something. I don't know if it's being redone or not um, now that yeah. Bruce is running it. I don't know the answer. It's 600 Ooh. Okay. I think when I got it, because it was it first came out, I think I got it like an introductory price or something. But uh, there you go. Earn, earn, enroll in a yeah six hundred dollars or one thirty three a month for six months. So yeah, I thought it was great. Look, here's the thing: nothing is good if you don't get any deals out of it. 
all of it's cheap if you get deals out of it. So this is my only business. Now I do get revenue from some other things. I, the, the email program and I have some other similar things. I'm with XP. So I get some revenue share money monthly and I get stock and, uh, and I have investments, but in terms of my business, all I do is sell houses and all I try to do is get referred to me from primarily attorneys and similar sources. So for me, to invest $600 and sharpen my game. And if I got one more $25,000 commission, it was definitely worth it. Um, so I would always caution people, don't you're not going to build your business spending money. You should be reinvesting money in your business to continue to grow. You can invest money and or time. And by the way, it's a big investment of time. It was, I forget how many hours, I want to say about 20 hours of material. It was a lot of work. Uh, and and I build my time in my mind when I run my business and decide what I do and don't do. Um, I run my business where I'm making two fifty per hour, and so if I can delegate to somebody else for less, I do. So if I did twenty hours work at two hundred fifty dollars, I invested five thousand dollars of my time into that program. Now that time is maybe after hours, watching videos easier than some other things that I do. But I think as realtors, we need to think about the classes we take and make sure we get a return on our investment, whether it be cash or whether it be um, um, our time that we invest. Um, is there these we had with it? Was it due uh, on MailChimp is better. So I, I see some questions on MailChimp. Is there leads be had with that? Was I'm not sure that uh, Sabina, what your question is on that. Uh, and then earn My question. My question is that with the earn attorney, what 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 do you get from that program? When it's just do? training. There's no there's no leads. It's really just different processes and systems used to build a business based on getting referrals from attorneys. Oh, I get it. Uh -huh. And so you use Mailchimp instead of um, Boom Boom. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember the name. Um, Bomb Bomb is a, is a Bomb program. Bomb where they, they email out videos, but the video is like embedded in the mail. It really isn't though. You click on it and then it goes to another screen and they have to click on it again. Uh, and so I've, I receive them from people. I very rarely open them. And I also know that more go to spam. Uh, and I know for me, I actually bought their service for my test against what I was doing and found the open rate much less than what I get on my MailChimp email. So for me, it just didn't really work out as, as uh -huh. good. I don't mean to put the company down. That was just my own personal right. experience. But I get about a 40% open rate on my MailChimp account. So when I was using BombBomb, um, I could I got a much lower percentage of emails being opened. Thank you. Earn mm -hmm. Trade applied to Kansas, which is California. I would say that, well, the Earn program is national. It's in focus. It's more about principles of the relationship with attorneys. There isn't, I don't think there's anything there specific to California, uh, to Lynn's question. Okay, I think I'm caught up on all the questions in the chat box. So um, I have one more question. Sorry. Sure, the earn attorney, if you follow the system that's provided, mm -hmm. uh, does that increase your business by tenfold? Um, or does it just a small amount? Or how much of a difference does it make? You know, I mean, me, if you ask me personally, um, I mean, I have a really nice business that's based on attorney referrals. Um, and is it because of mainly impl implementing what's 
in this earn attorney uh, program? You know, I, I it's certainly because of probate because Chad, the founder of Probate Mastery, used to coach at all the leads. He took that program over here, but I took his program, which he you know rebranded here, Probate Mastery. It all started from that. Four and a half years ago, I had zero leads, zero listings, zero buyers. I was coming out of production and coaching and recruiting and going back to being an agent from scratch uh, four years ago, four and a half years ago, March. And everything I've done is because of that training, which includes the Probate Mastery and the Earn. How much was earned specifically? To be honest, I was pretty busy by the time the Earn came around that it was hard to even do all the training. Um, so I can't say that it was for me, life-changing. But I do think that what I've tried, my personal, if I have one soapbox for agents, it's don't just do what everybody does. Find your niche, find your voice, find your song and sing it. And, and then big business becomes more pleasant, more fun, more rewarding, and you're better at it. And so for me, um, I devised my path which was working with attorneys in a certain way that other people don't um, for this appropriate for my market area. I'm in LA. I'm not in other areas. So to, it's hard to answer your question and be honest. I, I don't want to just say, yeah, take it and you'll make money on it. I would say that, you know, everything I do, I learn and get better every day. That's my goal to be more knowledgeable and better every day. The earn program was a big boost forward on how to do that and introduced me a couple good attorneys that I interviewed on my YouTube channel as well. I can't put a finger on it and say that's what got me commissions. I can say today, I you know this year I'll gross 350,000 in commissions. I'll make another 40,000 in residual income through EXP. I'll make another 25 or $30,000 through other affiliated income related to my business. And all of that is because of the probate mastery that I started with four and a half years ago. That I can say with, and I don't even work. I'm 64 years old. I didn't work that hard. I work, I say I work 40 hours a week. I'll be honest with you. I don't really even work 40 hours a week because I take some walks and my daughter comes over with my grandson early some days. And, um, you know, I go for swim practice and linger a little bit. Uh, I don't work that hard to be honest. True confession. I probably work 35 hours a week. I work consistently. And when I work, I work. So anyhow, if that helps a little bit, I don't know how to, spelled out for you more clear than that. But for me, it's been um, the callus of my business, and that's where I went to. Hope that helps. I'm the top 1% of my company nationwide as a producer. I'm in the top 1% in the company as a recruiter as well. So there are not too many people that can say that. Okay, other questions? Or, I don't know, Sabine, did I answer your question? Yes, you did. That's the best I can. I, I wish I could be more accurate, but that's the best I could do for you. Good. Other questions, comments? No? No? I think, Macy, I think you're still scared about the idea of having your head shaved and the branding, right? I said that. I looked horrified this when we started the call. So you're not you're not going to raise your hand and come in on the call. I got that. I scared you off for sure. Okay, before we wrap up, any last questions, comments, victories, defeats? Uh, I thought I had a couple of defeats. I, I think I pulled them out of the defeat category. I had a... Uh, uh, $2 million escrow fall apart, a probate commercial property that we put back in escrow and we're getting ready to close here any day for 1.625, but at least everybody's happy with that. Uh, and I had a, a listing I thought was kind of falling apart where the seller 
one of the things I would I would just share is that uh, the the positive of probate is we kind of bypass some of the sales process when you're referred by attorney. You don't have to spend the same energy wooing a seller you might on a retail deal. The downside is, as I as I kind of blew up my face yesterday, is I had a seller who said, "Well, hold on, you're moving really fast." Uh, I was giving her offers to put her property in escrow, and she's right. I obviously shortchanged the process of building relationship with her because she's referred to me. I already had the listing, so um, I will say that you know these issues are different in probate than in other real estate, but. We do have the same fundamentals. Okay, last question. Uh, Trina Harris, what's up with you? I don't, I don't know if you saw my question in the chat about the estate exec software. I did not. Okay. So through the your program, do we still have access to estate exec software? Discount? You know, I don't know. Um, you could post that in the Facebook group, or um, I don't think McKenna's on the call here today. Um, you can send an email to support. Um, I don't know the I don't know the financial details of what's offered, what's not. And the estate exec, I don't use personally. Um, you know, I, I actually talked to the owner of the company or the founder, and it's complicated. There's a lot there, and I haven't figured out how I can implement that into my business with my clients. I'm sure there's a way, but I so I don't use it. So I don't know the answer to your question. I'm sorry. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And again, I don't want to pretend to be a salesperson for the company. I want to be a, a colleague and I want to be a supporter and I want to be a um, resource and uh, to help you in your business and particularly in the real estate coaching piece of it. So I try to stay in my lane and the other pieces of it I'm not really involved with. Okay, I think we're, we're end, at the end of our hour today. So let's wrap up and I'll say this is the real estate coaching call weekly for Probate Mastery, probatemastery.com. And they have several different lines of programs, free, certified, and bundles and courses to teach you how to be more productive as an agent building a business in probate real estate. Continue the conversation on the Facebook group, Estate Professionals Mastermind, over 7,000 members. Ask questions, look for referrals and such. Separately, I'm Bill Gross. I host probateweekly.com Thursdays at 4 o'clock where I do interviews with top um, professionals, attorneys, vendors, in the probate space, you can sign up live on the Zoom call at probateweekly.com or watch it on live stream on YouTube. And then uh, my Facebook group, myself, Probate Weekly, to continue the conversation, post your probate-related content, look for referrals or post uh, referrals. Uh, you can find more about me at linktr.ee slash Bill Gross. Everything that I do is there, linktr.ee slash Bill Gross. And then I have an email mastermind November 15th, $97. And it's a one hour on how to 16 times your um, engagement on your email program and money back guarantee if you don't get value out of that. So I'm Bill Gross at Bill Gross Probate on social media. I think I covered everything, guys. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.